What's up, everyone? Welcome to Emotional Travel, the podcast dedicated to exploring the emotional side of travel and discovering ourselves. I'm your host, Lacey Lahotsky, a travel and wellness creator living with anxiety and passionate about self-awareness. Travel has helped me heal my trauma and live my life to the fullest, and I want to share all the wonderful things about travel with you. Let's get started. Welcome back to Emotional Travel. Today, I have Abby Grace here with me. You can find her on Instagram at postcards from ABI, Abby with an ABI. Um, and she is a content creator and blogger. I'm very excited to have her with me today. Um, we're going to talk about romance and travel, everybody's favorite subjects. But first, <laughs> Abby, I want to ask you, what sparked your love for travel? Well, first off, Lacey, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be on your podcast. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Um, and I was thinking about this. So when I was younger, I always kind of had somewhat of a love for traveling, just like looking in books and seeing all the beautiful destinations. Or if I would see it in a movie or on TV, I would always think, wow, like I'd love to go there someday. That's really cool. Um, I've always been a really big fan of like history as well. And then just like adventures and exploring new places. Um, So obviously travel brings all of that together. (laughs) So when I was younger, my family and I did some traveling, but it was mostly just um, like trips around the States, nothing really too crazy. And then flash forward to my senior year of high school, I got to go to New York City for my senior trip. So that was really cool getting to, you know, experience a new city. And obviously, like, that energy in New York is amazing. And so then my sister and I started traveling there. And it was actually, like, our first place that we traveled to by ourselves, like, without parents or without, you know, any other adults. (laughs) It was kind of just, like, us going and having our freedom. And, okay, sorry, did you hear that ding? No, I didn't. Okay, good. Sorry. You'll have to edit that. Okay, so let me start again. <laughs> no worries. I'm like on my laptop and it's connected with my phone and like my mom just texted me. So it was like, ding. <laughs> so oh I just God. wanted to make sure you can hear it. <laughs> no worries. Okay. So New York started becoming like our fun little escape place that we would go to for like weekends or a week during the summer. And that started sparking my love for travel, but then I wasn't satisfied with that. I wanted (laughs) to go international. Of course, always got to have more. Of course. And I just loved, like I said, I wanted to see all of the history of like the different iconic places around the world. I wanted to see that for myself and like experience a new culture and meet new people and kind of just push myself you know, to be better, to learn more. Yep. So in 2018, my sister and I planned a trip to London and to Ireland. And it was so incredible. It taught us so much. And then from there, I just like really got the travel bug <laughs> and was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Now you're hooked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you went to London. Um, that's really cool. I've actually never been there, but it's pretty high on my list um, because mm. my family is Scottish, actually. So okay. I- go um see my family homeland (laughs) yeah it's really beautiful there you would love it Uh, yes I have dreams of the Isle of Skye in the summer Mm -hmm. (laughs) not in the winter because I would probably freeze to death Uh, (laughs) being from the south you know it doesn't get that cold here (laughs) um but I know you've also been to Italy and I know you met a very special someone while you were in Italy too so I want to hear all about that ha (laughs) okay (laughs) 
So the following year, it was May 2019, and a little backstory on my love life or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, so done with boys at this point. Like, I'd had my heart broken, and, like, I would kind of have a little crap. Yeah, you know, boys are just the worst sometimes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I like kind of had little crushes on like someone, but it would never really work out. And I was just like, you know what, Abby, you are a strong, independent woman. And like, you do not need a boy in your life right now. So like, just go have fun. Like, (laughs) you're young. Let's just travel and you know, have fun with my sister. Um, so then I like focused all my efforts into planning this Italy trip because it was like my dream destination. Like, so I went full out planning. Mm -hmm. I would come home from work every day and was like planning this trip. And while I'm doing this, like everyone that I would talk to about it would be like, you're going to meet a guy there, Abby. You know that, right? And I was like, no, please. (laughs) Like, that's not going to happen. And besides, I'm like so done with boys right now. Like, I don't even care. I just want to go live my best life and, like, eat all the pasta and, you know, gelato, all All that stuff. (laughs) So my mom and my sister were, like, particularly convinced that I was going to meet someone. My sister's like, Abby, I just, like, have a gut feeling you're going to meet someone. And then my mom would be like, Abby, your life is going to be, like, a Hallmark movie because (laughs) her and my dad are, like, obsessed with Hallmark movies. It's actually the cutest thing. They, like, watch one together all the time. Okay, that is really cute. Yeah, goals. Um, (laughs) So she was like, I just see these people and, like, you've just been through so much and I just feel like you're going to meet someone so special and it's just going to be, like, a Hallmark movie. I'm like, thanks, mom. Okay. So, anyways, flash forward, we get to Italy, and like I said, like, my focus was not to find a boy or anything, and on my third night there was when I met Ellis, Um, so we were in Venice, and we were honestly thriving that day, my sister and I, we were, like, dressed in these fancy dresses, we went on a gondola ride, we were pretty much just, like, living our best lives. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, it was amazing. And I feel like, have you been to Italy before? I have not, but... Oh, girl, you gotta go. (laughs) I've heard great things about it in the last two podcast episodes. It's so amazing. When you're there, you kind of, like, you honestly just thrive and you, like, get this Italian glow. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) it's, like, magical there. So um, we were living our best lives, but it was dinner time and... Obviously, we had eaten pasta a lot, and so my sister was like, I'm kind of craving fish tonight. Like, I want to find somewhere with fish, and, like, we're in Venice. We're right along the water. Like, let's try and find somewhere. So we were walking around, and, like, Venice is pretty small, and it's really easy to get lost there. So we're kind of wandering around trying to find somewhere with fish, and, like, at this point, like, my sister was getting kind of hangry. (laughs) (laughs) Feels. Yeah. So we walked into this one restaurant and it didn't have fish. So we're like, should we just like eat here? Like we're tired. So we were literally about to sit down and then we're like, you know what? No, let's go somewhere else. So we started walking a little bit further and then we came to this other restaurant and we noticed there was fish there. So we're like, okay, let's just go in. So we walk in and I see Ellis and I was like, honestly like so cheesy but it was like love at first sight (laughs) I saw him and I was like this man is so handsome wow yeah (laughs) so we sit down and he wasn't our waiter but um he was like the waiter for the tables next to us 
And then his friend was actually like our waiter. So we sit down and we order. So we both order fish. And meanwhile, we're kind of like looking at each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I know, you know. <laughs> right? Like sneaking glances at each other. And also like, I'm a very observant person. So like, I really like to watch people and kind of, you know, get a feel for like their personality and like mm-hmm. the way that they are. So I'm like studying this boy. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, we're like kind of sneaking glances at each other. And I'm telling my sister, I'm like, he, like, I think he is so cute. And like from his personality, personality that I could see, like interacting with the customers, I was like, wow, like, is this my dream man right here? <laughs> <laughs> so we get the fish and he just so happened to be the guy that like came over to clean it. And it's funny. So, like, he came over and, like, chops off the head. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Horrifying. So, he, like, chops that off and is, like, cleaning out the bones and whatever. So, I'm sitting there, like, cringing because I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was not expecting this. I didn't need the full show. I just wanted the fish. Right? Like, in America, this is not what we do. Like, (laughs) so, my sister, like, started recording because she thought it was so funny. So she was, like, joking with him. She's like, hey, are you ready for the fame, like, when I put this video up? And he's like, yeah, but only with her, like, with me. And I was like, mm, that's so cute. That's really cute. <laughs> so he walks away, and, like, I'm gushing over him to my sister, whatever. So then he happened to, like, walk behind me, and he kind of leaned down and was like, if you keep looking at me, like, I'm going to have to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, what? But I think that was kind of like his way of flirting or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I got so embarrassed because I just like. You're like, not... I'm hot. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I want to crawl into a hole and like just <laughs> die. Okay. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Then I go to like the opposite extreme to where, okay, I'm just going to ignore him then. <laughs> like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, whatever. Um, and also, like, the waiters in Italy are, like, very flirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I wonder, like, he's probably just flirting with me because, like, I'm a customer. And, like, he's so handsome. Like, he has to have a girlfriend. It's just, it's whatever. It's not meant to be. So I was just ignoring him at this point. <laughs> so then he, like, walks to the couple next to us because, like, he was the waiter for their table. And, like, the tables in Europe are very close together in restaurants. Yes. I kind of like because, like, you get to meet new people. Yeah. So, um, he was at their table. And, like I said, since I was ignoring him, I, like, wasn't listening to what he was saying. But I guess he told the couple, he was like, I really like her, but I don't think that she likes me because, like, she won't even look at me. Like, she's ignoring me, okay? (laughs) Oh. So then, as soon as he leaves, the woman, like, whips her head over to me and is like, he likes you, and he's so cute, but, like, he doesn't think that you like him back, so you should give him your number, because he really likes you, and he's a good guy, so I think you should do that. (laughs) I love that she just interjected herself. I know, like, my hype woman, honestly. (laughs) So, at this point, then I'm like, freaking out even more because I had like never given my number to a guy before just because like I kind of wanted him to make the first move and then also I had never really met anyone to where I like liked them enough to give them my number Mm -hmm. 
But I was like, you know what? We're in Italy. Like, I think this guy is super cute. He seems to like me. So, like, let's just see what happens. Um, so then his friend, who was our waiter, came over. And it was funny because he kept on, like, delaying to, like, keep us there. And he brought us free dessert and stuff. There you go. <laughs> I know, right? The perks. Um, so he came over and was, like, printing out the receipts. And so he's, like, rips one coffee copy off he's like this is our copy this is your copy and then he prints a third receipt and he goes and on this one you leave something for my friend and then he walks away and Lacey I kid you not like I (laughs) everybody was in on it so oblivious when it comes to boys okay (laughs) that I literally turned to my sister and was like (laughs) I was like what like a tip he means like a tip right and oh she God. just, like, slaps her hand to her forehead, and she's like, Abby, no, your number. He wants you to leave him your number. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. I know, such a hot mess. <laughs> so, anyways, so then I, like, write down my name on there. I write down my number, and then I'm like, well, how do I give it to him? Okay, I'm just, like, overthinking everything at this point. Um, I'm like, how do I give it to him? Because, like, he's not technically our waiter. Do I leave it on the table or do I go give it to him? And my sister was like, well, they left the pen here for the receipt. So, like, walk over, give him back the pen, and then you can, like, hand him your number. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like, working up my courage to do this. She's like, I'm going to help you be smooth. (laughs) Right? And at this point, she's, like, so done with me. She's like, Abby, just go. Like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) So I work up my courage. I go over there. I like hand him the pen and then I hand him the receipt and our hands kind of like, like he kind of like held my hand for like a second when he was like pulling the paper out. So then I got embarrassed again. Oh my And gosh. was like, okay, bye. And I like, like ran around and like ran out. I was like, Ruth, come on, we got to go. <laughs> so we leave that night and then I'm like, oh my goodness like just waiting for him to text me like whatever I'm like if he doesn't text me it's fine but like I really want him to so then like that night he texted me and we were trying to make plans to like go to dinner or something the next day but we had already had like a train booked to go to Florence that was our next stop so I was like we'll just stop by um like the restaurant again and like say bye so we stopped by, said bye, and I thought that was going to be it. I was like, okay, that's it. Like, it just didn't work out. It just wasn't meant to be, whatever. So then we leave, we get to Florence, and he's, like, texting me throughout the day, but then he FaceTimes me that night to, like, ask how my day was and, like, say goodnight and stuff. And I was like, so sweet. Oh, my gosh, so sweet. So then we just kept talking, like, throughout the rest of the time that I was in Italy. Like, we would text all the day. He would FaceTime me in the morning to say good morning. He would FaceTime me at night to say good night. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I have to text mom and tell her, like, get ready for the Hallmark movie because I actually met someone. (laughs) So, yeah. um, I texted her that. And then whenever I got back home, then I also was like, I don't know, like, if it's going to last because it's going to be really long distance and stuff. But, I mean, we'll just see what happens. And, like, it just kept going. We just kept calling each other, texting each other throughout the day. So, yeah, we've been long distance now for, like, two and a half years. Um, And, obviously, like, the virus has made it difficult because I was supposed to see him a few times in 2020. But, like, my flights kept getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you think that put a big strain on your relationship? Um, you know, just the uncertainty and wanting to see each other, obviously, is a big part of that. Um, thankfully, it was never to the point of where we were like, this distance is too hard. Like, it's better if we just break up. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, we do kind of have that connection. And now, like, obviously, since we've been together for so long, we both love each other. So it's like, yeah, it's difficult, but we want to make this work. So we kind of just have to hold out and just keep on doing FaceTime, which WhatsApp and FaceTime is like a lifesaver. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine like without today's technology, that would be so, so hard. Oh, yeah, for sure. I could not do it otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I imagine also like, you know, with the time difference, you guys have to like coordinate your schedules to like talk and everything. Yeah. So when he was still working in Italy, before the virus hit, he would like call me when he would start work. So it would be, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, like, my time. <laughs> oh, wow. So I know. And everyone's like, Abby, you're so crazy. But I was like, whatever. I want to talk mean, to him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because um, then he would, like, be busy all day. But since the virus hit, he's been able to go back home to Albania, which is where he's from. And that's kind of helped a little. It's, like, the same time difference. But his schedule isn't as crazy because Italy obviously like working there was super demanding with like all the tourism and stuff yeah so and then just recently I was able to go to Albania finally and see him after like a year and a half and meet all of his family and it was just the best time I definitely like following your trip on Instagram it looked so gorgeous there Um, I've seen some really pretty pictures of the Albanian river tube and it's definitely a place on my bucket list Yeah, it's so gorgeous. I was really surprised by, like, how many mountains there are everywhere. And everything is, like, so fresh, so many fresh, like, fruits and vegetables. And the people there are just, like, really nice. Most of them don't speak English, but they still are, like, willing to try and help you or, like, try to communicate with you, like, as best they can. Yeah, it definitely seems like a really friendly country. I think they get a bad rap just from, like, all the mob movies. <laughs> right? And that's My favorite thing. professor from college was Albanian, and he was, like, the nicest person. Like, his Aww. whole family was so nice. And, um, you know, so I, because of him, like, I've wanted to go there, too. Yeah. Aw, I love that. That's one of the things that's – another thing that's made it kind of difficult is um, they can't travel a lot of places on their passports. Mm -hmm. so for him to come visit me in America he has to apply for a visa and I guess it gets denied a lot for like not having a strong enough reason to like stay in their home country because they think I guess the people when they come here they're just gonna like try and stay illegally so then they just like deny visas which is super frustrating because obviously like I'm waiting for him to come here and like see what America is like and meet my family so We're kind of just waiting out and praying like everything works out. (laughs) I can imagine that's frustrating too. I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) You haven't seen that hot mess of a show. You definitely should. (laughs) I haven't seen it. I know of it, but people are like, Abby, are you going to go on that? I was like, I don't think so, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, it's it's like a hot mess. It's the hot mess express, like honestly. Um, But it's so, it's like a train wreck you can't look away from. (laughs) That's how I like to describe it. But I love watching it. It's like my guilty pleasure. Um, I love that. But I know on there they talk often about um, how difficult it was for their significant other to even get a visa. And that 
seems to be a very emotional topic for many of them. Um, mm-hmm. How does that like make you feel? I, I mean, I don't know how many times Ellis has applied to um, visit, but yeah, it's it's really difficult, and obviously, like some days it like hits me harder than other days, especially around like holidays or our birthdays or anniversaries, because obviously, like you want to spend it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just trying to like hold on and just like push through this time until like we can be together. Um, but also COVID again is making things like more difficult because I think even if he wanted to apply for one right now, everything is just shut down. Like they're not allowing um visitor visas right now. Oh yeah. There's like all the I mean everything's so backlogged too. Even if they yeah. were allowing it to be like six months or so before somebody would even look at it, I feel like. I know. That's why I'm like, oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. Yes, I serious mad props to you for um, making that work. Not a lot of people could, but it sounds like you guys were meant to be, so it's not as big of a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and another thing, it's so funny because we actually weren't supposed to be in Italy until like a few weeks later, Um, but something happened where my boss was going on vacation on the dates that I originally wanted, so we had to like bump it up. So between, like, being there on those dates and then almost going to another restaurant and then ending up at his, I'm like, it was meant to be. (laughs) It definitely sounds like it straight out of a Hallmark movie, especially with everybody else interceding. (laughs) They're like, yes, push them together. It's, like, definitely, like, epitome of a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Right? Because Abby's too stupid to do it on her own. Okay, so a couple more fun questions for you, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this one, but if you could live anywhere, where would you live? (laughs) Definitely Italy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I definitely, it just really, I feel like it's one of those places where I'm just meant to be, and I know that's how you feel with Switzerland, like, (laughs) you just go there and everything, yeah. Everything kind of just, like, feels right. Like, you feel at peace, and there's so much beauty there and so much history, which I love that. Like, I was so creatively inspired and just, like, happy there. And I know it's different because, like, you're in vacation mode, but I can honestly, like, see myself living there long term. It's one of those things, um, like, for me at least, like, I feel, like, at peace. I feel safe. Um, Mm -hmm so much trauma and anxiety anywhere that I just immediately feel at ease it just feels like so good to me because there's not a lot of places where I do feel that way Mm -hmm. um pretty much anywhere I am with my husband is like that because he's a very safe person for me oh I love that so much (laughs) (laughs) like it's um when you have anxiety or you're sensitive you need to feel that sense of safety to be able to like relax into Mm -hmm. that state of being where you can be open and be creative and things like that so it sounds like Italy is that for you um think at that like safe home feeling yeah another thing that I really love about just Europe in general is their lifestyle um how it's a little more laid back and more like family centered and then Mm -hmm. also just really enjoying the little things in life like whether it's sitting down and really savoring your meal or going for a walk or just enjoying the beauty around you when you're having your cup of coffee, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I just really love the slower pace of it. 
yes we could use a little bit more of that here <laughs> right <laughs> I always feel like I have to do a million things which is also a little bit of my personality but also a, a cultural thing <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure okay last one for you what is one moment from your travels that just stands out like so clearly in your mind it's just you can see it you're still there Ooh. I feel like I can't pick just one. <laughs> um, but I think like generalizing, it's getting to see all of the iconic places and like witness and experience that in person for the first time. Like when I walked up and got to see the Coliseum with my own eyes and walk on the stage where the gladiator stood or like throw yeah. my coin in the Trevi Fountain or you know, just like that stuff like that, getting to see the places that you see in movies or read about in books and actually standing there and getting to experience it for yourself is just something that I'll never get over. And like one of the reasons why I love traveling so much. I definitely agree with you there. I think there's something so special about physically being there. You can feel the energy that's like passed through there or however many thousands of years it may have been there, or hundreds of years that it may have been there, that I, you just can't quite capture that in a photograph. Right? I love that feeling so much, which is why I'm, like, so passionate about trying to get other people to travel more, like, especially internationally, because I just think it's the best experience. Like, it teaches you so much and just opens your eyes to, like, the world and different cultures, and you get to meet so many amazing people, and... Ah, I just love it so much. I honestly could like talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely could too. You know, I can think you consider yourself a highly sensitive person too. I'm definitely a highly sensitive person. And I think it's so important for us to get out of our like current sphere, like our current life and take on those new thoughts, feelings, energies, because it brings, when we come back, it makes us more creative. It makes us more um, open hearted open-minded it I just think it gives you such an overall better life experience makes you so much more empathetic so much more you you just like appreciate humanity so much more and I think we could all use a little bit more of that these days oh yeah I definitely agree <laughs> well Abby it was so great to have you on here um again if anybody wants to give her a follow you definitely should she is on Instagram at at postcards from abby but it's spelled a b i at the end and i hope you have a great rest of your day thank you so much for being on my podcast thank you so much for having me i had so much fun <laughs> i can't wait to see more pictures of you and ellis in the future ah thank you